And that's who the Lord of the Donk was. It's October 14th, 2009. And this is Idle Thumbs 47. And I'm Chris Remo. And I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Cool. Yes, we're here to talk about video games on the yeah. Idle Thumbs podcast. Yep. Brutal Legend came out yesterday. And we've been playing it. Yeah. I don't know if Nick has. Nope. You tried. I did try. It was all sold out. Yeah. You didn't pre-order. Tim Schafer came in there the, the night before and bought all of the copies. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, you went to the, the Powell Street game? Yeah, yeah, I did. I went to the, yeah. Before that, there was a the rap party for Brutal Legend, and I met Tim Shaver's parents there. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I met yeah. his parents at the Psychonauts party, I think. I think I saw them there, but I didn't meet them at the time. I think time. he told them that I was I controlled the internet. Nice. That's <laughs> a, good, a good role to have, I guess. Yeah. Probably keeps you busy. Yeah. Yeah. So that you had time to play Brutal Legend. Even while... That's why you don't play video games. I'm too busy controlling, controlling the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm controlling what Tim Schafer's parents see on the internet. Uh, I, that's way weirder. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> Not awkward. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, I, yeah. I did play through Brutal Legend this weekend. And I played through a chunk of it. Yeah. What did you guys think? I really liked it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's cool. It's been interesting to see the reaction to this game because it's already oddly polarizing. Divisive, or at least yes. mixed. Yeah, it's divisive, yeah. certainly. It's... I saw a lot of opinions that were, uh, the first half of this game was great, classic Schaefer, and then the second half was like a completely different game that uh, was designed by somebody else. Really? That that seemed to be a, a common thread of That's the stuff that I skimmed yeah. in five minutes. What's the first half of the game? Like, where does that break down? Because I'm... I don't know if it was the first half, but there was this... Because, uh, I mean, there's, there's I saw like the, the first, like, maybe couple hours of the game, if you if you wander around a little bit, is... Is the like the super linear part where it, it almost plays out like the first part of Psychonauts, where you get in the world, right. go through like the three mandatory tutorial levels to sort of amass skills, and, and then maybe what they were refer- referring to, and yeah. that's all like it's a lot of cutscenes, it's a lot of really specific one-off uh, moments. But then it seems like the game opens up at that point, and it's more about the like the battles, like the few that I did after that, I haven't played it, became all about like sort of troop management and sort of open. Uh, Sort of like wide arena troop combat. Yeah, sort of. All of the kind of not like that. I, uh, well, the the major battles. So there, you know, people are a lot of people have been discuss. I've noticed today, particularly on forums and things like that. I've been talking about the RTS aspect of the game and whether or not the game is actually an RTS game and whether its primary focus is on multiplayer RTS and and it's not really. There are actually only probably. I mean, I'm sure I'm I'm off by a couple, but. About half a dozen or so RTS battles, like actual oh, crazy. real ones where you're controlling your army versus an enemy army. So it's um, sort of you, you go into the sort of dungeons to do the like more just choppy stuff and then once you accumulate troops, There aren't really dungeons. Because well, the first three things are pretty much – I guess they're not really. It's just you go and slice some dudes. Yeah, mo- most parts it just goes into a little – into just sort of a, a little area where you kill a bunch of guys, but it's just – drawn from the world map you're just it the screen does a little fade in fade out but you're still on it's you know i guess that's true yeah a sort of instance of the world map itself um it's weird because 
I I don't like talking too much about the missions of this game just because honestly the side missions, the stuff in between the RDS stuff, it's not really that strong. Um the main strength of Brutal Legend really is just driving around the world and existing in this world it and is amazingly uh, fun. Yeah. Just being in that car and blasting metal and going off jumps while looking at the crazy like stone Monuments hinge, stone and, yeah. hinge of like girl yeah. rockers or the mount rushmore thing or whatever uh, so good yeah it's it's really breathtakingly awesome uh yeah that's a there's a couple of the of the optional side quests that are races and they've been by far my favorite oh yeah, uh, yeah. thing just where you race those crazy like hot rod demon guys it's one basically. dude yeah is it, is it the same guy the same guy okay. each time yeah and uh, you progressively shame him further. I haven't beat, beat them all yet, so I don't know if anything happens. There's a surprising amount of side content in this game, a huge amount, in fact. Um, maybe too much, because it, it all follows the same formula. You know mm. what I mean? You've got the racing mission, and they're all different right. They're all different courses, but you're, you know, you're racing the same way each time against the same dude. Uh, and then you've got missions where you go and just small little pitch battle where you just kill a bunch of guys with your axe. Uh, you've got missions that are... Uh, you know, you car goes up on a turret and you shoot a bunch of guys in a turret. So, you know, Nick's favorite, I call it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sounds great. Reckon's uh, <laughs> Delight yeah. is I think, the name of that mission chain. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, within each of those archetypes, they're all basically the same thing, just in a different, in different place. different places, yeah. yeah. And so it, it gets a little, you know, you, you stop really caring after a certain point, especially because there's enough stuff out in the world to to find without having to do right, a just, side just, mission that can level you up and yeah up and looking at the vista points and stuff like that right like- all, all the all these little things embedded in the world right you you can go out and look through these skull binoculars that just show you a really awesome point of view in the landscape and then you get upgrade points for that and then if you you know find these these dragons that have been ensnared in crazy snm gear and set them free these stone dragons you get points for that and if you you know, uncover these these ancient relics that tell the story of the mythology of this world. You get to watch a really cool 2D animated, uh, like sort of um, storyboard animated, uh, like myth, myth mythological tale. Uh, you get points for that, and so there doesn't really seem there didn't really seem to me a lot of need to actually do a lot of the boring side missions. Yeah, you can get a surprising amount of mileage out of just driving around the world and being in this amazingly well-realized world, which really is it's good that there's by so much far the best part of the game. Yeah, that's, Tim Schafer's games are always good at, at super cool worlds, and it's great. I mean, Psychonauts sort of started down that path where there's the, the sort of storylines of the campground kids that are progressing over it, and you can poke around at stuff, but this game is just pretty much right around like poke as far as you possibly can into a Tim Schafer world. There are no load screens. Like right. it's just, uh, it's, that's, it's good. It's really cool. And uh, it's, until you run into a tree and then the collision yeah, detection. Kind yeah. Of, right. Kind it's got the bananas, yeah. but it's got that problem. Many games have, yeah. which can get really which irritating. Is, this wasn't really built as a vehicular focused right. game, even though you drive in it more than. Not. Yeah. Hmm. But the, but just driving around the vehicle is cool. I'm not even, I don't really, I'm not familiar with, the majority of well, I don't know a majority. I've heard a lot of these songs, but I'm not familiar with many of the artists in a particularly deep way. I'm not a, a metalhead or anything, but uh, and it's probably not music I would listen to just on my own time. But right. it's pretty goddamn badass in the context of this game. Yeah, every track is pretty enjoyable. It's kind of the opposite of 
but on the surface similar to like the burnout soundtrack where i was just like this is just <laughs> right. blaring yeah. electric guitar forever yeah. Yeah. but <laughs> burnout soundtracks make you want to throw your console through a window right and brutal legend makes you actually want to just turn up your sound system even though it's not really music that you like it like i'm i'm not a big metal fan i don't, I don't know but yeah yeah just ah it's so good yeah it's pretty awesome it's almost the um it's almost like the the gta of weird hypothetical uh, ancient epic heavy metal landscapes like you know do you, you know when you play like a gta game the the three gta 3 on the the way the soundtrack is constructed it's sort of you know it's it's intended to be like these are all the musical cult- cultural artifacts of right. this time and Representative setting of that setting. right and yeah, it's yeah. sort of you know you can take it a little further and say this is you know this world be it vice city or or liberty city or whatever the this music is a result of this world. Right. Even though the cities are fictional, they're intended to represent like right. the urban environment yep. from which yeah, this music this sprang. Is this is exactly the what point these people of, would be listening right. to on the radio. Well, right. And and furthermore, this is like the hypothetical landscape from which this music mm-hmm. sprang. You know, it's 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 obviously it's obviously completely made up and completely fictional, but uh it does fit in a in a really, really seamless way that most game and games and game soundtracks don't which is really interesting because it's obviously an entirely licensed soundtrack yep um i don't know it's a, it's a rare feat like the, there there are a lot of things to criticize about this game for sure um the rts stuff when it does come up is sort of weird uh like it does get a little tricky especially later in the game okay i've only done the first one but i actually really yeah. liked it a lot i'm looking forward to it's playing I, through. I liked it but i know a lot of people are going to be put off by the fact that the game was not sold that way mm. and i think people will I, I think that is i've already weird. seen yeah, a lot of reactions from yeah. people who are learning that that stuff's in there for the first time right, now that the game's this coming isn't out. just god of war but with jokes and right. uh, crazy art style mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yep but if you're anticipating it it's uh i don't know i mean i, I haven't gotten far enough in to understand a whole lot about how the mechanics worked but i really liked uh just yelling commands to the guy up on the stage who's spawning troops and, uh, you know, building towers and throwing guys at people and stuff. It was, uh, also oh, that stuff is in the single player. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause that, I mean, that's, that's what we're I'm talking about. about that there's Chris. Oh, see, there's... you're one of the people being currently surprised. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I knew that there was, you know, some of it, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I knew that, I knew that some of that stuff was in the single, but I didn't realize right. that the state, you thought it was more just within the world. Well, I thought you yeah, also you pick have up guys. I thought you were, it's like, actually right. in this world. That's sort of how like large, large like open combat occur. occurs is that you build a stage and you build the fan towers oh, and then okay. you start uh, sending units out. Okay. So you're, just, you're building basically what already exists at the beginning of a multiplayer level. Yeah. I mean, you don't really have to, at least in the first one, you don't have to build Well, no, stage. you still have to do this stuff in multiplayer game. Like your stage exists at the beginning, but you still have to build the fan oh, towers yeah, 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 on top of the, the fan guys. Of fans I mean, and build the merch booths. Yeah. The, the, okay. There's only one nod at all towards base building and it's just building your, your resource points. But right. that's it. I mean, there's yeah. no like actual yeah. base building, so to speak, yeah. or anything like that. Right. Okay. Um, but I mean, they be, in the single player game, they they basically work like like control nodes. Like you, you sort of just grab them on your way to getting to the enemy base. Mm. Um, some I, again, the last few missions got a little tougher, and the enemy gets a little more aggressive. But for the most part, you're just kind of marching, like amassing this force and pushing this wave further and further towards the enemy. It's it's the kind of thing where I never really learned in any great amount of detail what 
every unit does or how strong each one is or whatever. I pretty much yeah. just tried to build whatever I didn't currently ha- already have, um, which I think was the right route to go. Just, like, it doesn't require you to be... The a, just sort of feel of it, though, from a presentation right. standpoint, really gets across, like, even just, I, I like I said, I've only played the first battle because I'm lame, video games rocking, but... Uh, <laughs> It's just, just the fact that you, you're doing those actions and sending people around and then they kind of like Pikmin just do their business while you do other stuff. Yeah. Makes it feel a lot like you're in control of an army and like you are actually fighting a large, uh, battle thingy. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, you know, I mean, there's, there, like, they could have easily just made all that stuff be right. ambient. Yeah. Um, and like, well, that's, you're, that's you're, what, yeah. You just have a channel that you fight in hewing guys, running them through and stuff until you get, but up it's to not. The end. Uh, or they'd be NPCs who are just like firing arrows on loop, but it's nice that it's nice that even if it's not the deepest mechanic that it's there. It's yeah. not a full fledged skirmish though, right? I mean, there's no push back or I yeah, mean, there is. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it, there's less of it towards the beginning of the game. Okay, but towards the last couple of battles, yeah. I mean, the enemy will push you back. If yeah, they can, so it is. They can take over the fan, the like the resource towers, and you've got to go back in the direction and stuff. Okay, so it is basically what they said, which is sort of like a training ground for multiplayer. Right. Although I've seen some people say, "Oh, so the single player is training for the multiplayer, which is the main portion of the game," which is not at all the case. Right. I yeah. mean, that's this. Yeah. It to, functions as that, but it's not right. intended that's to be That's one of the things it does, but know, that's not... Primary, right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Especially since R- the RTS stuff, at least for me, and I assume for most people, because there really are a limited number of those battles, I mean, it's a minority of how you spend your time in the game. Okay. I mean, the, the overwhelming majority of time for me was really was just driving around the world, which was the most enjoyable part for me. And since it can actually... Uh, contribute to your character progression, it's kind of okay. Um, you you go and get Ozzy Osbourne to, you know, give you upgrades and bust up your, you know, upgrade your car and yeah. do all that crazy crap. That's cool. It's it's pretty awesome. All the, all the metal cameos are pretty hilarious. It's like anytime there's someone who doesn't sound like a, like an actual trained voice actor, it's, it's pretty oh. much like, yeah. you know, crazy metal guy sort of stumbling through these lines. Right. But I, I, I like it because oddly, even though it sounds completely at odds with the other clearly professional voice actors, it, it is weirdly authentic. Like Lemmy from Motorhead is the, uh, is your sort of healing basis character. Yeah. And he's got the most. All right. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. He's (laughs) got the most just like unanimated attitude, but also I don't know. That's probably pretty much how that guy yeah, talks. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's, I don't that know. sounds good. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Oh. I liked it. The The only thing I don't like about all that stuff is when, because it's a video game, sometimes Schaefer has to invent, I think, metaphors that are way too direct and way too kind of lame. Um, like, I, I, the thing I like about all the metaphor in this game is when it's just out there in the world and it just is what it is. You know, you see these huge statues of these metal gods or you see these, you know, all the crazy, uh, like chrome, uh, exhaust tubing, like twisted into trees and all these shapes. And I, I love all that stuff. It, it leaves a lot to your imagination. But then when they start going like, and Lemmy's your, well, you don't call him Lemmy in the game, but the, the kill master, that character's name, he's the bassist and bass notes heal you. And like uh, yeah. the fan geyser is your resource, resource point. Right. And like, it's, it, I know why that, that is the case. It's because they, they need you to actually interact with this stuff in a way where you understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of necessarily, I think, detract from, 
to me the cooler metaphor which is the the pure the pure imagery of the thing right which is when you just look out at this landscape and you just see this incredible vista that that could be a crazy 80s heavy metal album cover which yeah you just get that without anyone having to tell you anything exactly that's really cool and and that's that is so successfully done i mean that really is yeah, you know, it, it does make you want to get through the game just so you can drive around and see every weird little right. thing that is in the yeah. range. Nice. It's it's not the kind of thing that usually I think we would recommend a game for, but it's so uncommonly well done in this game that I'm really, really kind of surprised, yeah. we were, actually. We were all like, a little bit dubious of, the, yeah. of them pulling that off correctly because yeah. that's something that Tim has been talking up about this game since like it was yeah. announced. Yeah. But in, the, in those early videos, it's just like, well, this looks... It just... It, Actually playing the game and having the camera fly past all that stuff, it's, yeah. it's there and it's really cool. Weirdly enough, the uh, the little automated vistas when you actually go up and mm-hmm. interact with the little binoculars, the views that those give you are almost never as cool as when you actually just sort of drive around and find yeah. your own angle. They, they show off stuff that you might not see no, yeah. in, in full clarity, but discovering that stuff for yourself and just like... By weird happenstance, the camera swings up and just like composes in front of your right, eyes. Exactly, a, a sweet yeah. album covers. Like, well, all right, yeah, yeah. Is there an element of World of Warcraft to this? Uh, yeah, in the in the sense of the side missions being yeah. really formulaic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. The, and the best part being just walking around the world. I mean, that, to oh, me, yeah, yeah. to me, I well, just yeah, watching I watching did. the videos and stuff early on. I got a, a feeling that 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 might have been an influence, and in it. it from your I, description I, of it, it I sounds like... I thought about like, that. I was playing this game and it's just like, they could never make an MMO of this, but if they could pull off this level of insanity for a world as big as yeah, WoW, right. yeah. I would play that. Fuck, fuck, I'd play that game. Yeah, like, yeah. whatever. I wouldn't actually level up beyond the ability to walk somewhere without being killed. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, right. <clears throat> well, no, I mean, for sure. I mean, I, I played World of Warcraft for a few months until I just got really tired of it, but I don't really regret the few months I did play it because... I got so much enjoyment out of exploring that world and just walking around. And Brutal Legend is kind of like that, but I, I think looks way cool. I mean, it yeah. just sort of up a notch from that. They, in more fact, focused and yeah, well, it's more focused and it's more imaginative. Right. You know, I mean, it's like a world that you just won't see in any other game or, or yep. movie or whatever. I mean, it's just it's really it's really 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 well made in that respect. You know, in that particular respect, and that's enough of one that I'm pretty comfortable recommending the game because I think it's it's that part is so strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but one other thing actually that, that I was, that reminded me of World of Warcraft, uh, this is more of a specific thing, but, uh, you know, in World of Warcraft where you, you walk between zones and the lighting abruptly shifts, yeah. you know, like it just, yep. it's, it, the shaders there's a gradient that goes yeah. smoothly into, yeah. World, uh, Brutal Legend has, I mean, a lot of games do that, but Brutal Legend, like World of Warcraft does it really overtly. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for some reason love that stuff. Mm. Like as you start walking into the crazy swamp with the twisted trees, you know, suddenly this sort of the, purple the full, color, the yeah. color blending, comes, this goes, yeah. That's yeah, the, the saturation goes down. Is yeah. doing that too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, as in World of Warcraft, I loved in Brutal Legend finding just those walking back points and, forth. and like walking yeah. back and forth and being like, God, this looks cool. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it, it is obvious, but it's really fun. Like up in the, where Lemmy is at the top of the mountain, yeah. if you look back around off the cliff, it's all super foggy. But then if you walk up to the very edge, it hits a trigger point where all the fog fades away and the vista yeah, right. opens up and you can just see for like four miles. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um, one thing about the game that actually really frustrated me a huge amount is that I don't think the mix is very good. 
No, I and there seem to be weird yeah, issues with yeah. characters talking over themselves. Specifically, speech. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also I've been running into places here and there where just the music is just like blaring at full volume, like you want, and then some shift in game state will change. Like it'll go into a cutscene and come back, and then mm-hmm. the music will be like uh, reduced in volume, oh, yeah. or like it'll I know maybe triggered yeah. something. Yeah. And yeah, there are times when. Uh, like Jack Black will be just giving a sort of in-world barks, like attack sounds, you know, while slicing a guy. And at the same time, he's also talking, like having a conversation uh, with, Oph- with right. Ophelia about plot events for it's that, that kind of stuff is all over the place. I think, yeah, it's, I think that's uh, a, uh, probably down to Schaefer wanting to just write dialogue for yeah. every single conceivable instance, which is on the one hand is really cool because the, the dialogue in this game, by the way, this game isn't really about jokes, which I is like a common misconception. I think like yeah. it's, there's a lot of funny stuff in it, but, and it's not a serious game, but it's, it's not like a laugh riot and it's not really right. supposed it, to be yeah, the, it has, the strength it has jokes, of the dialogue. It's, it's totally a lot more downplayed. Yeah. The, the, the strength of the dialogue to me is just that the people talking actually sound like humans. Like they interact in a way that right. people actually interact with each other instead of most video games where they sound like bad television actors. Like, mm. you know, it's, it's, yeah, the, it's the, just, the, it's really nice. The dialogue and voice direction are great. Yeah. But, but there are a lot of jokes stuck into all of the little, just moments where you select a menu item or you have like a little binary choice when you're talking to a character, things like that. And I think Schaefer was unwilling to ever not have a clever thing said that a lot of yeah. times that shit overlaps. I, w- I wish the game really would have bad. been smart enough to, to do a role to choose which one you get. Cause it, it, what it felt like is that there were just two, two levels of dialogue running at a the time. There was the sort of narrative stuff and then there was the incidental stuff and they didn't right. seem to be aware of each other sometimes. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is a bummer, but after the, I noticed that a lot at the beginning of the game. Cause I think especially in the tutorial segment, which is the demo, it's packed really dense. It really is. And that, Got better over the course of the game. It does I, improve, yeah. Played, just because I think they felt less desire to be like punching you in the face a thousand times with Jack Black talking about everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're probably getting done with Brutal Legend. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say the main menu is amazing. Oh, God. Uh, it blew yeah. my oh, mind. Oh, yeah, it really yeah, is. Oh, man. man. It's just, it's, it's a full motion yeah, video people segment. Probably, of, yeah, oh, you've oh, seen yeah. it in the demo, but there's, there's more. It, yeah. It's just, it starts out with Jack Black finding the Brutal Legend LP in a record store, which is a spoiler. Sorry. Yeah, what? <laughs> I love it. I don't know. It just, it, my mind exploded uh, when I saw that menu. Uh, mm-hmm. And also the way that Lord Lion White or whatever moves himself around is the best. Oh, with his hair? Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have to say. Sorry to end with two spoilers. <laughs> I, I like this spoiler this? thing. I, oh, I don't have anything interesting to say. I'm just going to say it and then it just, spoil it. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's rare that uh, the main menu of a game immediately makes me happy that I'm playing that game. Yeah. yeah. And seeing seeing Jack Black's hands set down the Brutal Legend LP and then open it and have that crazy painting on the inside of the album artwork. Yeah. Oh, man. Good. It's really nice. Way to go, those guys. Yep. I'm sorry. That's okay. My apologies. <laughs> You're forgiven. For liking a thing. How dare you. You're not even supposed to play video games. Yeah. <clears throat> Just play menus. <laughs> yes yeah, so there's more after Menus i couldn't i couldn't get the continue screen to unlock <laughs> it seemed stuck it wouldn't let me that go. was your that's the battle you were talking about you yeah play the first battle yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i pressed the new game thing in hopes that i could unlock the continue button mm, did it, you get there it worked yeah yeah it was oh good. man good job sweet cool yeah so you tried to buy this right nick i did try they didn't have any no i had an experience this I week i uh 
just going off of these sort of like, we only have enough for pre-orders. <laughs> I yeah. cannot God. fucking reiterate enough how <laughs> sick I am of the way GameSpot or GameStop or whoever they are. <laughs> you know, that store with the games in them. Uh, how uh, they handle this shit. Like, have any of you guys played Demon's Souls? No, no. I I was not really aware of this game. Uh, until until, until, until the internet exploded, exploded. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And then I started talking to people about it. And I'm like, wow, that sounds really cool. It sounds yeah. kind of like like Diablo, but really super hardcore and also different. Like I, you know, whatever. I can't talk about it yet because I haven't really played it. But I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy this from the store. And of course, I go to the because the the closest place to get a game on the way back from my job is. A GameStop. There's one literally like on the way home for me. Yep. And so I go there and I'm like, oh, do you have this game? Like, did you pre-order it? Uh, no. No, it's Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> and of course they couldn't sell me the goddamn thing. So I can't talk about it this week, but yeah. people keep asking me if I've played it. So I, I, w- I ordered it online uh, the other day. So next week. You would think that someone at GameStop corporate would just go on the internet and search for, quote, did you pre-order it? And then find out how many of them ended with, and then I walked out of the store. Right. There's got to be, like, a five or six digit number of that at this point. Like, there have to be, like, yeah. tens to hundreds of thousands of sales over the last, like, oh, in the in the 2000s, basically. Yeah. That have been lost from, like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, because you can't buy it there. Like, I've said this before, but it, it extends well, even to things like Mario games. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, isn't the issue, though, that, I mean, the stores themselves, I mean, there are too many GameStops where they can't stock them up, right? I mean, is, is that the is that the issue? I mean... Are there that many more GameStops than there are Best Buys? Uh, I think so. Probably. I mean, there's I like four so. GameStops in San Francisco. There's only one or true. two Best Buys, I think. I mean, I just feel like these stores are probably operating on such a... I mean, they're probably reluctant to stock a million games in well, yeah. each store. They actually and- stocked new games instead of nothing but used games yeah all i know the time. exactly they probably wouldn't have that problem exactly. as much yeah but. i mean it's yeah anyway i'm not saying anything real, you know real, no i know it's here, you're, you're right it's still yeah, frustrating it's, though it's really their frustrating their business model is terrible if yes. you actually want to play yeah, a game i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't yeah. buy anything there if they weren't so convenient which i mean i guess is you know part of their strength <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well they have a million of those goddamn stores they're yeah, everywhere I, yep. I wouldn't buy things from them if it just wasn't so convenient <laughs> well no but i mean you know meanwhile like i love games huge leather bound chair turns and sort of cigars put out good yeah <laughs> yeah well if there were another place to buy a video game in downtown san francisco i'd do it i would too yeah, yeah. they closed the only other place yeah oh the virgin megastore yeah. yeah lame yep anyway demon souls i'm really curious about that game at this yeah, point too. i'm really looking forward to playing it that and then risen which was another game that i was not yeah. really aware was coming out yeah and i i, I just valve people on steam playing that and i went oh yeah hmm. yeah I, it's one. It's this. It's Piranha Bytes. It's the guys who made right. the Gothic games, which yeah. I'd never really played. Honestly, I hadn't either. Um, and, and Risen, from what I had seen of Risen, it didn't really pique my interest. But yeah, it, it seems well, the same here. And uh, but I, I've been reading a lot of stuff about it. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Some guys said it's basically about an island full of assholes who just, uh, <laughs> you know, who just engage in all these like crazy underhanded uh, right. dealings, and and you're sort of you are shipwrecked on this island like you are in many rpgs but you know then you become part of this ecosystem sort of and i i again haven't played it well no i have played it for a couple hours but i'm still in that that early part of sort of european pc rpgs where it's horrible at at first you know (laughs) like when you're going through all the linear stuff when they're trying to teach you how to play the game before they actually get into what's interesting about the game yeah and it's you know learn the program right yeah that stuff is never fun 
But also, it's necessary to get a game experience like that out of a game. So, I know, but is. but there are some games that do it better. But the the resources in games like this usually go towards other areas, you know, other systems that are more important to the game overall. But I think that stuff is dangerous from a first impression standpoint. Yeah. Um, but whatever, I'll, I'll play more of it. You that'll would. be cool. Yeah. On a less, uh, I don't know, enthusiastic note, maybe Nick. <laughs> Nick you played, you, you checked out uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, no, Left 4 Dead 2 was great. Oh, new oh, Super Mario Bros. played new Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, uh, uh, That's what I was talking about. There's a new scavenge mode uh, that, that I checked out oh, yeah. uh, last week. What is that? Um, it's it's interesting. It? It's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's, it's basically, it's, 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 it's comparable to survival in the sense that it's uh, a timed thing. Okay. Um, uh, except the timer's going down on this one. You, you get 120 seconds. Um, you play as either the survivor or the uh, uh, infected side. It's it's both. Um, yeah. As opposed to survival. So it's like versus. There are people playing it's both like versus. at the same it, it time? It is like okay. a combination of survival and versus. Um, but you're scavenging? You're scavenging for gas cans. There are 20 gas cans in a sort of okay. arena map. Like the map <laughs> is just... You know the um the hotel map that we played at E3? Yeah. yeah. Or the hotel area, rather. At PAX, really. Uh, yeah, PAX, sorry. Um, <laughs> as if anybody else knows what we're talking about. The uh, that th- they just basically blocked off that section, and it, it just it functions like a Counter Strike map or something. You know, I mean, you can just walk around the whole thing. There are twenty gas cans that spawn. I think they're random. I'm pretty sure. Um, Why are you collecting gas cans? Well, there's a generator in the <laughs> well, center. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> there's a generator in the center of the map. Uh, actually, in that particular app, it's in the uh, bottom of the pool. I was about to say, uh, is it in the bottom? Of the <laughs> yeah, pool? Yeah, it's in the bottom of the pool. Good to know. And um, you start out at the pool. You have 120 seconds, and it ticks down. And every gas can that you grab, you have to grab the can and then run to the generator and then um, hold E and there's like a three second timer. Ah, E. E, yes, in good old E. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and you, you fill up the, the tank and it adds 20 seconds to the timer. Oh, okay, um, I see. So, so the idea is to last as long as you possibly last can. Last as long as you can. And, uh, you know, there are a lot oh, of good. things. Yeah, it is good. It's, it's, that it's also that's a really good, good like zombie narrative thing as well. I yeah. Like yes. Yeah. Yep. It's uh Do the lights go out at the end? What like what are you keeping alive with the generator? Yeah, I think they do go out. Yeah. They're better cuz that would be the best. Yeah. That's that's interesting because the obviously the you know the finale sections in Left 4 Dead are sort of on a timer. Right. But this is this is one where it's, it's like, a little bit Feed the generator yeah, and exactly. live as long as you can. You <laughs> yeah. will inevitably not right. live. Right. And really the ob- yeah, there's no you can't sort of hide in a closet for yeah, any no, everybody dies. Right. Yeah. Uh maybe unless you get all 20 or I think there's 16. Unless you get all 16 Maybe you survive. I don't know, but nobody ever did that. I mean, you're probably most teams are not going to actually get them all until um, a weekend when you know you've got the rapist team who just <laughs> marches in there and immediately yeah, saves all cool. six. I mean, that, that seems it's like really it, difficult. It's, it's nice to have sort of sort of capture point esque play. I mean, it sort of is. It's. I mean, I don't know. It, it reminds yeah. me in so, in style, sort of of the Left 4 Dead or of the of the TF maps where there's just one team. Constantly advancing on you, and you're just holding out as long as you possibly can to defend yeah, your point it, until you are sad. It 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 affords a lot of different strategies. You can split up and try and grab. You know, uh, you know, the map right. is fairly large. Like everyone go get a gas can until we have a one in four. Right, chance. or I mean, and that's going to lead to you know failure uh, <laughs> yes. most of it's, the time. It's hardcore that that is combined with human. Uh, infected opponents that's like a killing it's floor. really like, hard oh man really i was playing as infected really cool, i was playing yeah. as infected and the team that i was playing against decided to split up and uh-huh. the one guy um the map is actually pretty huge he, he went way way which, down which type of dude um 
What do you mean? Which, what I was playing as? as? I was playing as the jockey at the okay. moment. But I mean, it switches. It's it's like versus where you, when you right. die, yeah, yeah, you yeah. respawn. But anyway, I was the jockey, and this guy's uh, running for a gas can. Um, clearly, just being the loner, you know, jerk who thinks he's totally awesome. Yeah, um, he's probably on coke or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I think I know who it was. But anyway, no, I mean, uh, I mean, the actual character in the game was clearly just going for a briefcase full of money that he had left out of. Right, oh yeah, right. And uh, he was going up a ramp uh, by the freeway, way away from his team. And I jockeyed him and started steering him away. And I went up the freeway ramp, turned the corner, and then just started going down, like <laughs> like way down the freeway, just like really oh, far away, yeah. to the point where there's like no, no way. human is ever supposed to survive out that far. No, yeah. and, and the problem was the That's problem great. was I I I don't know how I think an, a, a, like a, a common infected killed me as it was like hitting him. And so oh, I wow. died. Ouch. I died. He's on the ground and he shoots the other common infected. So now he's laying there. Um, oh, like, incapacitated. Oh, man. But Best there's scenario. nothing around yeah. him at right. all. So at he just, all. He just that's died that's an amazing in, zombie narrative. Yeah. yeah. No, the guy great. just completely out yeah. in the middle and of the And the rest of his the, team. The two couldn't zombies possibly... fighting over you accidentally kill one of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that's great. And there's, there's, the rest of his team couldn't possibly go after him because they by the time they got to him, the the just got to bleed out, basically. So he just sat there the whole time. And just as the round was a. As the round was ending, I was a boomer, and I I, I marched oh, my God. way. It took me like a minute to march my way all the way out there, and I just I just sort of slowly tiptoed up to him, and then just bleh, just like all over his face. <laughs> oh man, Nick, Nick just actually vomited for effect just yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the sequel to last week, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so but yeah, no, it was really good. Way to go, creating the horrible sort of side pocket zombie movie story of the guy <laughs> left alone. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Man, yeah. as the jockey, can you uh, like jockey dude with a gas can, like right as he's about to return to the generator? Can you be um, the yeah, like yeah. Pikmin oh, two? That's, that's actually marble return, right, mar- marble of, bandit. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> there are that is. I mean, most of the great moments in that mode come from just a guy who's like you know a, a split second away from filling right. the can, and then as a spitter, you can. You can um you can just lay down all this acid yeah. in that whole pool. You can fill the pool up with oh, acid. God. And so <laughs> if the guy is sitting there and he's got like a second left, he's got to decide like, am I going to die before? I mean, the spitter is like really powerful. It's actually a really interesting uh, class um, because it just means you have to basically run in terror or you're dead. Uh, but if you just fill the pool with acid, it just, you know, confounds the other team. Uh, it's hilarious. Nice. It's really good. That's cool. That sounds like a great mode. Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. It should have been included in Left 4 Dead 1, though. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Now I really want Left 4 Dead 2. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, Left 4 Dead 2, they, uh, well, they didn't confirm this officially, but we know the last two campaigns now. Did you guys see this? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the posters leaked out, and then the achievements list for the 360 game... Um, <laughs> Christ. All right, so what there's the that. Fuck? It's okay. It's just Pyramid Head. <laughs> All right, anyway. That was Valve. They're going to reveal the yeah. campaigns again. <laughs> Send Pyramid Head through Chris's sound system. Uh, well, that's fun. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, no, it's uh, a mall and um, some kind of refinery in the rain. Oh, okay. Which is, which is pretty the cool. The classics, I the guess. The classics, yeah. yeah. Pretty much what you expect. There hasn't been a mall yet, though. No, no. Uh, dead center. Uh Prices aren't the only thing that will be slashed or something. <laughs> oh, man. God. Yeah. It's fucking great. great. Yep. All right. Cool. Good so, times. yeah. It sounds like shit on paper. 
Like, there's 20 gas cans, and then you've got to do this shit. Yeah, it's but just like, like, huh? That, it sounds but, like uh, the better and more new Team Fortress modes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good that Valve might be getting good at doing sort of not long length, yeah. but sort of nice, almost sort of console feeling it, uh, in yep. length multiplayer modes on the PC that feel really PC. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about this. It now, does feel really PC. When it's technically the break. <laughs> anyway. But like, <laughs> interesting comments. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I love all the, the, the minecart stuff and King of the Hill and T4. I forgot to mention actually that, uh, uh, <laughs> those gas cans can obviously explode, which is also hilarious. Like if someone shoots it, if someone shoots it, or I think as a spitter, if you drop a can, which when you get hit, oh, if you drop you it into acid, it will corrode the can. Right. And it explodes. And so just imagine that pool being spit with acid and then knocking the can out of the guy's hands and then oh, it God. lights on fire. Uh, it's just, uh, it's pretty marvelous. Do they cascade? Presumably if it's near a flame, it would explode. Oh, uh, yes. Explode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty funny. I think we're going to take a break. Do it. We're back. <sighs> and Nick, it's time to talk about Borderlands. Diablo? <laughs> oh, really? Diablo? Is that, yes, yeah, that I played Diablo on? over the you weekend. Mean, you mean Diablo with guns? No, no, no. Diablo. Oh, okay. The original Diablo. Yeah, you played Diablo I played one. a lot of it. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, What'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> it holds up. It really? holds up surprisingly well. You can't run. You can't run. You get used to it really quickly, though. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's great. It's a good game. You were sharing some sort of story on on the tweets. Uh, yeah, no. Well, I mean, it's just a butcher story. Everybody has a butcher story. But uh, everyone has the same butcher story, basically. Yeah, which is, which yeah, is I oh opened my the God, door I and then I pants. screamed and, and yeah. ran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that still happens. And then you, but you, I did. Then you were reminded that you could not quick save. Or <laughs> right? Yeah, there is no auto save. So right. if you don't actually go into the menu, and hit yeah, save. that game was hardcore. Like, if that, you don't yeah. hit save and you die at the butcher, you have to start over. Uh, that was surprising. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we didn't play Demon's Souls, but Nick had that experience in Diablo. Yeah, good for you. You did also play Borderlands. You're going to talk about I guess I did play Borderlands, yeah. Yeah, you played a lot of it, actually. You played quite play, a lot of it. I heard you beat the I game, in fact. Steam, Steam quite I did a bit. beat the game. Yeah. I, um... Oh, God, where to start with Borderlands? Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, my sigh—I did actually last week. I don't think I really intended to convey that this game was terrible. Uh, I think I was just—I frust- am something frust- specific. I'm, right I'm, now. I am seriously frustrated by it. Um, Why? And, uh, and frustrated with having to form an opinion on it. Okay. Have um, you managed to form it yet? I have. I okay. have. Uh, but I, I just wanted to get that out there because a lot of people were like, "Oh man, this game must be awful." Because Nick sighed. And, uh, All right. Not... Well, so so you formed an opinion though. Yeah, it's awful. No, I. <laughs> it's not. It's not terrible. You're horrible. No, You're awful. All right. All right. Let You're me just the talk thing about that's Borderlands. Awful. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna lay it on the line. <sighs> no, here. I'm gonna lay it all out there. Um, let's talk about Borderlands after after all of this. Let's Nick talk about Nick has now I... donned the uh, sort of patented Jake like California Highway Patrol glasses. Yep. Which means he's. This is some serious business it's on. about to go down. It's on. It is on. And or you're going to take five minutes to articulate a point that is extremely <laughs> obvious. <laughs> wow, fucking burn. Yeah, that's what I do. I wear the glasses. <laughs> I mean, all right. No, no. I mean, no. You're going to be surgical with this, right? But if I was trying to say it, all right. Just trying to Surge psych you up away. here. Yeah. Surgeon. Uh, okay. That sounded weird. <laughs> so yeah, Borderlands. Um. Uh, you know, Borderlands, it, 
I don't. I, I really don't know what people's expectations are for this game. I yeah. I, I I get the sense that, that people actually don't really know what to expect. I think um, Diablo with guns. Yeah, I mean Diablo with guns. Um, it it it, which was also what people wanted from Hellgate London. It was. Yeah. I don't hear Hellgate London and Borderlands compared very often. That's because everyone do already forgot about Hellgate London. <laughs> I think out that of them. The yeah. 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 Um, God, you know, I mean, I, it's been so long since I played Hellgate. I have thought about that game in playing Borderlands, but I, it would be difficult for me to make a direct comparison unless I was in Korea playing uh, Hellgate. Um, but, it's like uh, you're still alive in, in Korea. Korea only? Oh, I think yeah, so, right. right? Didn't, they, didn't they bring it over there? Um, anyway, um, <laughs> look, Borderlands, uh, uh, look, don't expect... <laughs> oh, God, here we go again. Um, don't expect deep mechanics. Well, no. Uh, yes. No. Look, I mean, look, Borderlands, it, it, it is it is very upfront, I think. I think when you're in the game, the tone of the game um, and, and, and what it's trying to do, it, it, it is just trying to provide um, some very uh, simple genre blending um, and, uh, and, and, and that's it. You know, I mean, it, yeah. is, it is Diablo and Halo. And uh, is it actually Diablo and Halo? Well, it, it does feel like Diablo and Halo in a lot of ways. The world is is organized more like Diablo than anything else, I think. Um, what about it is Halo? Uh, uh, the, the shooting mechanics feel. I mean, you have that same sort of floaty jump. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Some of the some of the rifles feel like Halo, like the Halo rifles, and it, you know, I mean, it, it is the 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 vehicle uh, controls in the same way that uh, that the Halo vehicle, although not really as finely tuned and and, and not as satisfying as as the Warthog. Um, it, uh, but that's sort of getting at what, what because honestly, the thing that that I associate with Halo just personally is the dynamism of the combat, and that from our right. discussions about Borderlands, that sounds like something Borderlands does not really have. Well, the AI is is at fault there. I think. I think if if I have to point to one thing that I'm most disappointed with uh, when it comes to Borderlands, um, is is the AI. There are there are I ran into a lot of serious bugs. Um, and I was playing a final version of the of the PC build. Um, uh, I'll get to those, but I just want to quickly say up front that um, you know I, I did play some co op. I think I think there is you know I mean you do get a more dynamic combat uh, experience uh, with this game in co op. Okay. But the AI never really does push you to organize um, or, or strategize or do anything uh, interesting crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really doesn't. Um, and, and that is, that is, if I had to point to one major fault, um, shooting guys in this game, I mean, I, I do think the weapons themselves, you know, they, they are satisfying at their basic level. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the rocket launchers, the, the submachine guns, all that stuff, it, it is, it is, you know, if you walk up to a guy with a rifle and you shoot him, it feels relatively satisfying. Um, but yeah, where, where the, where the problem comes in is that it's just the variety of combat and the variety of, of missions also, uh, really doesn't hold up. Um, you're gonna say something, Jake? I don't want to just take a poop on everything here, but uh, <laughs> so the things you're describing as maybe not the most thrilling. What do you spend most of this game doing? You spend most of this game, you know. I mean, every every zone has sort of a starting area. Um, some of them are are more hubbish than others. Um, but you spend most of this game getting, walking up to an NPC. Uh, when you talk to the NPC, there, was, there aren't any dialogue trees or anything like that. It, it instantly goes to 
the the quest thing and then a short little text description but it's it's all uh very very light window dressing there is no story to this game really i mean there is but it's it's so far in the background i mean it, it is it is a skeleton um that is not what this game is about um uh, it's not it's not a deep rpg at all um it is about just going through missions and, and shooting guys and, and that's that's what it is um, but you spend most of this game, <laughs> and that's the part that you find frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to work well, this. Look, this, <laughs> I did have, I did have fun with this game uh, at certain moments. Um, I okay. mean, there were chunks where I was like enjoying myself. Uh, the problem was that there were a lot of moments where I went, ah, this is really frustrating. It's just, it's just, it's too bad that this wasn't as polished as it could have been. But you spend mo- just to answer your question, you spend most of this game. You 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 get the quest. Uh, typically, it's some kind of fetch quest, kill quest, your standard World of Warcraft stuff. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's actually, uh, Diablo meets Halo meets World of Warcraft. <laughs> Best game. God, yeah. meets yeah. Mario 64. <laughs> meets, meets Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. man. Final yeah. Fantasy. Everyone in the world is going to buy this game. Yeah. Borderlands it's is a like, huge party. It's, Everybody's meeting it's, everybody. Meets and, Mario uh, party. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's every game in one. Yep. Um, <laughs> meets Star Goose. <laughs> Merrick Bronstring confirmed. <laughs> yeah, America loves Star Goose. Apparently, whenever we yeah. mention that, he I get a there's a post on Twitter saying, "OMG, Star Goose! I have to listen to this episode." Like, <laughs> well, now you can put it down on the uh, <laughs> it there, Star, yeah, Goose. Star Goose. Merrick, hi Merrick. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, you, you get a quest. Um, you do you, it. You leave your camp. Uh, and, 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 you know, the, the world is arranged, uh, there are physical gates, um, and, and, and there are about maybe, I don't know, 20 zones in the game. And, um, you know, about a third of the way through the game or something, you, you get, you get to the point where you can fast travel between zones. But anyway, you go into a zone, you have a a quest link. Yeah. You look, you know, you you have a, a waypoint and you go to that waypoint and you either shoot the guy or you find the item or whatever. And then, um, you walk you you know you walk all the way back to the beginning because there is no town portal uh, equivalent in this game, which is a little frustrating. Um, and then uh, and that's it. And you do that over and over and over again, and then you're at the end of the game. So I do remember <clears> you <throat> were describing some boss battles. There are there. I mean, yeah, some of the quests there there are. There, it's, there sorry, are. it was it's it's my favorite thing about this game that is, that is frustrating <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I've, these are some stoic bosses. Yeah, I mean, you will hit, you'll hit dungeon. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know the way Nick described them. They sounded yeah. pretty goddamn stoic, a little too. They're just stoic. like maybe snooty. Yeah, <laughs> a little shy. Uh, old shy boss. Yeah, old shy boss. It's it's yeah, he's like a shy guy. Um, the, uh, the 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 first major dungeon I hit, it was some kind of six tiered. Uh, installation with a lot of guys and, and I you know I plowed my way through it I get to this arena um, uh, and there's this giant sort of monster boss and he's standing there it looks like a World of Warcraft the end of a World of Warcraft raid really and uh, I walk up to him I'm about midway um, you know I mean he can clearly see me right and because uh, he waved yeah basically <laughs> I stood there um, and he actually uh, didn't he just <laughs> He well, he was. You. He was sort of grunting. <laughs> yeah, he was making were, little grunting. You were noise. snubbed by this boss. Yeah, I, I felt underappreciated, so I shot him in the face, and uh, <laughs> and he didn't do anything. And so I shot him uh, some more, and uh, then I reloaded, and I, I kept shooting, and I emptied you know ten clips in this fashion, and uh, he didn't do anything. So then I pulled out my rocket launcher, and I kept firing at him. 
I killed him over the course of like two minutes. You monster! <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to say hi. He, he was like, just, just standing just, there. Yeah, yeah, he was. You just went into his house and killed yeah. him. Yeah, maybe there was a moral comment. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's actually super deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had negative points, but um, uh, so yeah, and he he never did anything, and I I fighting normal enemies in the game that that actually cropped up a lot i would i would shoot a guy from across a, you know a huge expanse and he wouldn't react at all uh and, and until he died like yeah even getting shot um, wouldn't, wouldn't trigger him to right yeah the triggers the triggers were all messed up and uh you know <laughs> the they were all messed up they were all messed up and then and then and then there were other times when i would you know come around a corner and there would just be three guys just charging at me like ah! you know just you know like just making that noise blasting away ah! <laughs> it, were, it was terrible yeah They're riding turrets yeah it was terrifying and uh <laughs> but uh they're just shooting from from way you know like i was shooting yeah. the other guy you know just a role reversal uh but clearly shouldn't have seen me and an interesting um, turning the table on typical video table. game yeah it made me consider no it didn't uh it was just obnoxious and right before then your guy suddenly said uh, Two weeks till retirement, or you know, <laughs> <laughs> seeing yeah. the new T16 right. or whatever, and right. uh, yeah, <laughs> and then those three guys came over and killed you. It was weird. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Borderlands actually sort of multi-leveled mm-hmm. sort of commentary with the boss that just sits there and lets you lets you blow it away, and uh, guys who rush you when you're just standing still trying to do your job. Yeah, the, I mean, your, your character does have a sort of internal monologue going. Um, does it really? Um, well, it's not voiced. <laughs> it is voiced, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, usually he says things like, uh, <laughs> you weren't epic, or, you know, like things like what? that. You uh, weren't you know. epic? Well, I, I don't know what the exact phrase is. I, I can't <laughs> quite remember. That? That's <laughs> a weird one to make up. You aren't epic, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> We've looked it up. Yeah, I, I can't remember. You were epic. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you could possibly have been epic. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, this is like Schrodinger's game. You could be epic. The other thing I, I want I want to talk about, you know, are the classes. Uh it's the kind of game where the classes don't make much of a difference. Um it's yeah. not like Diablo in in that sense. It's 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 very uh you know, the all, most of your skill points, you know, the skill trees, they're all um, you know, five percent to uh damage or or you know ten uh, percent right, more the, the, or something. The skill or, trees are just become better at the core competencies that you already have. Is that yeah? Class? Each that, class gets one specific ability, and I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, that, that's the kind of thing that I think was a big and you know it's a it's a different game than Diablo. It's obviously not Diablo, but I remember playing Hellgate London, mm. and you know there was a little, I guess, more of an explicit promise yeah. with Hellgate London that it would be Diablo with guns. I mean, um, although I think actually Gearbox has made that comparison a few times. Yes. But uh, with Hellgate London, it was like really th- what people wanted. And I was really disappointed because that's basically what the skills were like in that game, in Hellgate London, where, oh, okay, now I can shoot a little better. Now I'm a little more accurate. Now I'm a little yep. tougher or whatever. And it's like, that's not... That sucks because well, you're being, well, being able to sort of curate your character like that is what makes it a role-playing game. Yeah. Right. That's and the th- thing. Those this, things this is never, far more shooter Like when you're just when you're just RPG. leveling up um, your existing things instead of actually yeah piecing together things to yeah. create an actual well, right. character for I mean yourself? in Diablo yeah. the, the skill trees serve to actually change the function of your character I mm-hmm. mean in a meaningful way or like really just 
if nothing else, provide you a brand new, super sweet thing to do. You know, you can yeah. fly across the screen or you can create a big ice wall or, or you know, ice orb, all this crazy shit sweet. that you can do, teleport, whatever, you know, the billion trillion things. Um, but, you know, you, you can't wait to level like you in Diablo, the, the feeling of like, oh, my God, when I get to level 18, right. this entire new skill tree is going to open up. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. And even after I've played Diablo 2 a thousand times, I still feel that. And I and I understand why, especially in a first person perspective, you're limited in the number of crazy animations you can do in a sci fi theme. You're limited with the, with the number of like spells type stuff you can do. But maybe that just means this combination actually isn't as cool as just fundamentally from a design standpoint, maybe people are yeah. trying for a combination that might actually not be as synergistic as they're hoping it is. I think that may be the case. Um, I mean, in this game, I think when you level up, uh, really what you're gaining access to are the weapons that have, you know, they all have level limiters, okay, you yeah, know? Right. And so it's like, oh, now I can use this crazy purple uh, rocket launcher, um, which is fine. Crazy uh, purple? Oh, man. <laughs> Revolver rocket launcher. Yeah. I guess a lot of them are that. Um, you <laughs> know, I, I, but I, I was a little underwhelmed by the, uh, by the weapon variety too. I was expecting more crazy combinations yeah. like the revolver rocket launcher. Um, didn't see for the most part, you know, I, it was, this was a sniper rifle that looks and operates and functions very much like the sniper rifle that I got at level one. Yeah. But it's purple. Um, yeah. But it's purple and it has this statistic and that statistic. Right. And there are some crazier weapons and I only did play through it once um and and but sorry that's yeah all right i know jake all right i yeah. i only beat the game know, one time yeah. so well uh, yeah yeah i mean there should I be mean, there should be more variety from right off the bat i mean there should be there you know i did i did it's just it's hard to get a sense for was my playthrough particularly buggy uh when you know maybe people other people won't get that same other crazy. you, you nick brecken do have a tendency to just like magnetize horrible <laughs> system yeah, crippling yeah, bugs terrible, uh, hunt you down. Yeah, but those weren't the kind of bugs you had though, right? I mean, you're talking like like design bugs. I mean, you're talking stuff. Yeah, this, this, this is was, not yeah. like my video this, card didn't this work dog or something. Shouldn't be running in circles, it should actually be attacking me yeah. after I shot it in the face. Um, <laughs> you just scared uh, about, the shit out of it. <laughs> about the weapons, not not to belabor the Diablo comparison, but um, just because it is, you know, the kind of unlimited procedurally generated weapon. I mean, it is the most obvious comparison. Yeah. Um, the problem is that in Diablo, for the like 90% of the weapons you find, there's nothing interesting about them, right? Mm, I mean, yeah. like if the game had to actually rest on that, it wouldn't really be interesting it's or fun. True. It's you true. You know I mean? It, it, you, it's nice. A lot of the time, it's like this weapon gives me something that actually boosts my ability or gives right. me an ability or, right. or whatever. Or is just a good funnel through which to use your ability. Like right. if you're a barbarian exactly. or an Amazon or something, you know, those yeah. are just the things that, that allow you to bring out your ab mm -hmm. abilities. But on their randomly generating a weapon, like y you do get that potential where sometimes you get the crazy thing. But the problem with randomness is that just due to the nature of how probability and sort of permutations work, most of the time you're going to average out to a fairly like consistent baseline yeah. of, of, you know, you're not going to get that. You're just because if they made everything crazy, it would devalue the whole thing. It's true. And so, you know, I think that is the problem with this kind of system is that you might have 87 billion weapons, but how many of them are interesting? Right, if you they're know? not in yep. service or something else. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in terms of what people will experience with this game, I I feel like it's going to, you know, weigh heavily on whether uh, the first quest is is fun for them, whether you know, just shooting a dog and and and, and <laughs> what and, if yeah. you love shooting dogs. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I mean, it, from from my perspective, it did get better. The enemies, I, they they don't look. The, the AI doesn't radically uh, uh, become amazing uh, with the with the. I mean, and that's been said online. I can't remember who's. You know, well, like how was say the final boss fight? Oh, the final boss fight was actually terrible. Um, but <laughs> don't well, you, bring that you up, Jake. Did you say you had a similar experience to the first boss fight where he still just yeah. sat there and like, this one? Plug this him, one wasn't like, a bug though. This was just by design. Um, it's just a bad. Wait, really? Bad he just stands fight. there by design. He's actually just smoking. I don't want to sitting. On I don't want to spoil the final boss fight, but it, it does just sit there and you do shoot it and it dies and that's it. And you don't have to barely move. I mean, you does it at least a bit, like zoom in on his eye and you see a little tear? <laughs> there, it, you do shoot its giant eye. Is is what it is. Oh, well, good one, Jake. A huge deer. It's a purple eye. Uh, that was randomly generated. Can you shoot him yeah. with the purple rocket launcher? <laughs> yeah, you can. For bonus yeah. shenanigans. Um, Your purple rocket launcher has no effect on my purple eye. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> the one out of 87 billion chance. Yeah. It's the exact same hex color value. Uh, right. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe that's enough about Borderlands. I, I just, you know, to wrap up. Uh, Wait, you promised earlier before we recorded that you'd explain what the borderland is. Oh yeah, what's a borderland? Oh well, the borderland. You know there are borders uh, out there, and uh, you, in the world. in the land, in the land, there are borders nice. in the land. Um, and so you found the borderlands. I did. I found them. Uh, and then what happened? Pretty you actually rudely. found the land border. I did. I did, find, more, I did find the might land be more border. accurate. Um, you know, I mean, there are there are areas where you can just walk off a cliff and die. Um, but that cliff... That doesn't I mean, sound unreasonable. There are rocks, though, that... Uh, it's not, it doesn't look like you're walking off a cliff. It looks like, oh, I can just walk over here now and go um, across this well, canyon. Well, yeah, and- what it looks like is there's... You showed me a video you made of this. Mm-hmm. And it, what it looks like is, oh, look, like a five-foot drop or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's about a five-foot drop to a rock. and But instead, what happens is you enter this, like, It's a five-foot drop to death. Which is your death. <laughs> and you go back to the start and it docks you, like, $600. A, worm, a wormhole, which is your death and $600. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it kills you and robs you. You, and it kills you, and leaves you, leaves you in like, the what nearest happened? town. Like, I thought I was just going over here to kill a guy or something. Um, it's just uh, you were, but the guy was you. Yeah. Borderlands oh man, so deep. I know. Turn it around. Whew. Yeah. So that's Borderland, the land of borders. Do you that's... recommend this game? <laughs> Do I recommend this game? I I I recommend. Uh, uh, God, you know in. I don't know. It's going to depend on... Because, look, Chris Failer likes it. Uh, my colleague at Shack News likes the game yeah. in, a, in, in the sense that it's it's just a game where you get into it and you shoot some guys and and you shoot them and you get loot. And that's... Um, I, I, the other thing about Chris Failer, he doesn't... He didn't play Diablo. Uh, he's not... He doesn't... He, he, he actually play World of Warcraft. He actually dislikes Diablo. Right. He, he, well, we, used, we used to argue yeah. about that. But he didn't play World of Warcraft. He's never had a, played a game where this loot mechanic is, is – is, and so to him it feels new. And we were talking about this and I think I think that's one of the reasons why he enjoys it to the degree that he does. I feel like if you are a person who has played those games, if you're a person that has played Diablo and has played Halo, uh, this combination may not be uh, – it may not blow you away. Um, yeah. Uh, but if you keep your expectations fairly muted, and if they fix some of these glaring, there there are a lot of of issues that need attention in this game. The AI is is really frustrating. Um, but you know, I mean, you still get to shoot the guys even if they are bugged. So even if, if they're just standing around, yeah, even if they're just standing around, you get to blow their faces off. Did so, you say I mean, even the final boss battle was kind of like that? Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, it, it I did just stand still pretty much and shoot a guy in, in his weak point. 
um, and that was the boss battle. You did massive damage. I did. <laughs> oh, bringing it back, 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, that's Borderlands. Yeah. On that excited note. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, get some reader mail, and we'll be right back. Reader mail. Reader mail. Back again. <laughs> Nels Anderson reader mail. writes, Hey, guys. The recent discussion of Visceral's Jack the Ripper game jogged an absurd yet kind of awesome memory. Be, uh, beyond the general horror and sadness that it's becoming impossible to make hyperbolic comments about the industry that won an upcoming true, Visceral's Jack the Ripper game made me think of the Take-Two adventure game Ripper from way back in 96. Any of you guys ever play this? It was cyberpunk Jack the Ripper detective mystery set in 2040. Blade Runner meets Police Knots meets Dead Space meets God of War, perhaps. It was one of those infamous M FMV games like Night Trap, except it featured notable actors like Christopher Walken, Burgess Meredith, Karen Allen, John Rhys-Davies, and Paul Giamatti. Wow. I don't remember it being particularly good or bad, but I'm sure it'd be patently ridiculous if revisited now. Anyway, my mind immediately went to that when I heard of Visceral's potential game. That and the tragic realization that as absurd as Take-Two's Ripper may have been, it will soon be eclipsed. <laughs> and then he has a Wikipedia link here. Did any of you guys play this? Did any of you guys even know this about this? No. What's the name of it again? Ripper. Oh, yeah. So, Visceral is one-upping them with THE Ripper. Hmm. Yeah. There was an explosion of this kind of thing. I, I seem to remember in the nineties. Yeah, I just, yeah. I didn't play any of those. Yeah, I didn't really either. Oh, I played Burn Cycle. Sorry. Oh, okay. Confession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I missed out pretty much the on Mac that port. whole. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The whole FMV like segment of adventure games. Right. Didn't really play that stuff. This game has a ridiculous cast though. It also apparently included Jesus. It included the hit Jesus. Blue <laughs> Yeah, surprise. It included the hit Blue Oyster called Song Don't Fear the Reaper. Man, <laughs> they're really going for it there. Yeah. Huh. Well, at least you don't play as the Ripper. If anyone if anyone's played this, they should uh send us an email, tell us what it was like. What their uh projections for the head to head this and the Ripper will be. Uh, it would be great if, if uh, The Ripper was just completely, like, wacky. Like, uh, like, what, like, slapstick? The yeah, the like, no, like the Spinal Tap song, like, just, just completely fucking... What, just the, the bizarro version Nasty Jack of or whatever. Yeah, Ripper? Just, yeah, okay, just, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. It's got the music from the... Saucy, the, Jack. Saucy yeah. Jack, that's yeah. it, yeah. yeah. The uh, Team Fortress mod where you hide as frogs and uh, oh, chairs. Oh, man, that mod is amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that video had the best music. Yes, yes, it did. It was, but Banjo... Tui or something? Is that what that was? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that cracked me up. Yep. Yep, gainer. Sweet. So we got another, I guess, another Jack the Ripper related email here. Oh. Hello, Idle Thumbs. I was vi I was thinking about the visceral Jack the Ripper game you are talking about, and while being a detective hunting down, hunting down Jack the Ripper could be a cool game, detective stories have been done. What would be really interesting is if the demon-killing hero turned out to be a serial killer's warped perspective of the world, and the game hints that things are not quite right and then somehow reveals it at the end. Then it gives the player one last kill with the veil removed and the world shown as it is. The player has limited control of Jack and can either try to make him fail in pursuit of his victim or aid him and make the kill more gruesome. Thanks for a great podcast super slug that uh mm -hmm. sounds like our gordon freeman basically <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a genuinely interesting yeah if if, if jack the ripper or if the ripper was all of that stuff up until like the last few minutes and then oh shit right yeah that would actually have a few things in common i guess with bioshock a little bit and then yeah also with actually with from hell the the alan moore graphic novel i mentioned last week like in a very tangential way, I mean, the idea that that Jack the Ripper is is doing these things in the service of, you know, a some kind of warped or or supernatural perception that he at least thinks he has, uh, 
I don't know. That'd be a crazy game. I don't think anyone would have the balls to make that game. Or you're Gordon no. Freeman. Or yeah, psychopathic yeah. killer. Right. I'll take any of these, any game. Basically, any game where you're secretly a psychopath. Apparently, is what I love. I was sad at how immediately, hilariously, quickly uh, Chet shot that down. I know. <laughs> in our interview, he was not. He was not He's like, no, that's not what it is. No, that's, nope. that but I think the great. real reason that he did that is because we were hitting, we were getting too close to the truth. Oh man, it's true. Yeah. He had to shoot that one Did down immediately. Did any of us wake up dead the next day? No. Oh. But, you know. Well, it's probably still true. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, the truth the truth of Half-Life Episode 3, not the truth of Chet. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. We proposed it's, not that, oh, it's not that. No, it's no. not that. It's not that. Just garroting wire. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I don't know. We proposed the idea don't that maybe, uh, you know, he was secretly a <laughs> sociopath. And yeah. He didn't respond well. It was weird. I thought it was a solid, uh, you know, hypothesis. Oh, I found a copy of CGW at work under like a pile of, of stuff by the water cooler. And oh, yeah? it was the it was the Half-Life after, Aftermath cover that says, a new Half-Life episode every three oh, months? <laughs> Question mark. Oh, God. I was like, oh. Uh, oh. No. Yeah. Years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that. God. Yeah. All right, so uh, Dammy um, writes, let's see. Hey, Thumbs. Hey. I was listening to you guys talk about the great games you miss playing, like Ultima Underworld. That's me right now in this current console generation. My gaming journey started with Mario and the old Game Boy. It continued through the NES, Genesis, Sega CD, Nintendo 64, GameCube, and I joined the PS2 late in the game, mainly for Gran Turismo and God of War. All the while, though, I've had a soft spot for PC gaming. I remember playing the original X-Wing and TIE Fighter with the mouse and keyboard. I'm primarily a PC gamer now, and while I've missed out on the 360 and PS3, I enjoy fantastic games on my PC. Um, he goes on for a while, talks about some of the games. I'm trying to get all my gaming in before the birth of my daughter in February. If not for those games on PC, I would have missed out a ton of experiences. So his question is, do you see the consoles ever completely taking over PC gaming platform? Uh, people have been saying PC gaming is dead for the longest time, but it does seem to just stick around. Will there ever become a day uh, when that happens? Keep up the great podcast. Thanks, Danny. I sort of at this point think no. I think if that ever happens, it's going to be because there's some sort of technological shift, shift away from des- desktops or, or it's like, like desktops yeah. don't exist yeah. or consoles don't exist and everything just sort of gets integrated into some sort of device. Yeah, there's just game. You have box. like a, a thing in your house that just sends content out to televisions or something. Yeah. I mean, if if there's some actual shift in how people align technology in their house, then maybe. But until slash unless that happens, I think think that people are going to keep putting games out on the pc what they are is probably going to keep changing but i mean every game what games are on every system changes over time so yeah yeah that's my prediction i agree once you've got the internet in your eyeball and you don't need a pc yeah yep yes sweet yeah i mean to me i guess the the way i look at it is uh and i think i think you guys are right i mean I, i think there probably will be probably in the relatively near future like the you know the decade or the, something? yeah on the horizon you know something that that does occur that does change the way content is generally presented and, and shared and, and played but well, uh yeah but cloud stuff and sure yeah and like that's sort of the, the once every screen in the world can play on live there's no need for <laughs> yeah. any gaming yeah. system yeah. but uh to me one of the one of the big things is i think you know at least under the current what we currently know as consoles and pcs and I forget if I've mentioned this on the podcast. I probably have, but I think there there is something that keeps the PC always there in some capacity, which is that it's not owned or controlled by a 
mm-hmm. corporation that makes yeah. you certify your games and has to agree that your game can be on that service and can decide not to let you put their games on that platform and, and where you need to submit everything you do to approval. I think that there will always, always, always be uh, people who either can't get through that process or object to that process or, you know, want to make games that aren't aren't suitable to that company's idea about what a game on their system is. Um, I, I think there's a, there's a possibility that like, and I think we're, we, we've, we've seen this to some degree that big, huge budget AAA action games due to the way they're budgeted. They, they can't be that wacky or weird just purely from a financial standpoint. And so those maybe sidestep that problem. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're making something that's too crazy for Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo to approve. Uh, if you're spending that much money because you're already you're not yeah exactly yeah. you're already yeah. going to be on the safe side yep. so i don't think i don't think people making those games are ever going to to sort of give up on what we currently call consoles i think they will continue to to focus more and more on consoles i think the stuff that will continue to be npcs is stuff that that falls out, outside of that grain uh which is where the pc has sort of currently been been uh, bolstering itself in this decade i think like in the you know in the 90s there were there were a lot of the big flagship action games on pc i think that will probably continue to be less the case and you're more going to see a wider breadth of games on the pc probably fewer of like big top tier exclusive high budget shenanigans mm-hmm. that would be my guess um, unless it's an mmo well yeah mmos the openness of networking on pc probably will keep that stuff there for a while but yeah i don't know I think I think the uh, stuff like just the the as consoles seem to continue to approach PCs in terms of their their architecture and their their general fidelity. Yeah, fidelity. I mean, I think I think that also ends up being a bit of a safeguard for the PC as well, just because you can make a game that basically yeah something can run on both similar right on Xbox 360 and PC and PS3 without needing to drastically redevelop all your assets. That said, a lot of the games that really sing on the PC still do for the same reason that they always have, which is that the controls can have a million more buttons. Right. And uh, since you're looking at the UI from four inches away from your screen instead of from 10 feet, you can have a lot of tiny buttons all over the place. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just exactly. It's it's funny that 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 stuff is like still the same, even though it's like instead of the NES's like 200 by 200 window, a PC (laughs) can can do 320 by 240 or maybe 640 by 400 or whatever. Uh, No, it's true. That that is a weird, that's just scaled continually. Even even when the PC is sort of technically behind a console, like when the console generation first comes out. Right. And consoles are heavily subsidized. Yeah. And just the, you know, like when the PS3 came out, it, it did in some ways leapfrog what PCs yeah. were doing at that point. But at the same time, no one plays a PS3 game from four feet away from their huge uh, TV. And no one plays it with a, with precision devices like a keyboard or mouse. Right. Is, and I don't know what's going to happen with that in the future. Yeah. When everyone has eyeball PCs and moves things around with <laughs> yeah. their uh, minority report gloves. Yeah. But apparently, apparently the, the Natal, by the way, cannot detect fingers. Like it can't detect finger movements. It just reads your hand as one one sort of block so there's no i guess no minority report going on there i don't know I, one of my coworkers did i had a had a hands-on session with it recently hmm, interesting i'm okay with that yeah i don't really necessarily need that i don't, I don't want that <laughs> yeah uh anyway yeah that's so i don't know that's our answer i guess yeah i mean that that the stuff jake you said about um <clears throat> that actually is possibly 
my favorite ongoing thing about PC gaming actually is just that you do get really, really high DPI essentially. Well, it's just, um, and just the play style of sitting at a desk with what are otherwise work workplace peripherals. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that are designed for like complex data entry or right. uh, <laughs> yeah. like precision, like uh, graphics work or that sort of things. And then using those to play a game is, is so much different than what is basically just uh, someone's ripped out an arcade stick and right. miniaturized it. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, that's the most obvious thing to ever say about PC versus console gaming, but it's still actually, it holds true in a really interesting way. Yeah. And some people are really um, like repelled by that, probably for understandable reasons. I mean, um, but it is different enough that it does make the platforms also, I mean, their own thing. Because largely, I think because of the 360, the wired 360 controller, game pads on the PC have become a lot more acceptable too, which is That's nice true, for yeah. just... Because there was a long time where it's like, oh man, so-and-so ported this game to the PC. It's, oh, it's garbage. Like who would yeah. ever... I mean, the, sorry, I thought of the most crass, dumb example, which is like a PC port of Madden. Uh, yeah, which, well, I mean, stopped I stopped making those, I think, at this point. Yeah, but I was, I was a Mac Mac gamer for uh-huh. a long time, which is right. the hilarious thing to me. Sorry. But I always remember it was <laughs> yeah. like, it was always big news amongst the people who are really into gaming hardcore, but for some reason, like, they just owned a Mac because that was the only PC they could afford or because their parents got it for them before they went to college. And I remember when Madden was coming out for the Mac, everyone was super excited. And then it was like, well, you're going to plug in this, like, the clunky Logitech Super right. Nintendo controller yeah, yeah, ripoff? Yeah. Yeah. And that that's going to be... Oof. What's the deal with with uh, what's the deal uh, with third party controllers? Why are they all seemingly garbage? You think that someone like, what? someone could have a lock on the entire controller industry by hiring a good like one good industrial designer, yeah, who has the authority to purchase good materials. You could still sell them for less than first party controllers, probably, yeah, and uh, get a reputation as being a company that makes good stuff. Where it's like, oh, it's the not Logitech or Pelican or Mad Cat's brand. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the one that's good. Yeah. Hi, what do you I know? I mean, Logitech actually makes pretty decent stuff. Yeah, they, they have made some really good stuff. That's true. But man, it's rare to Mad find Cats. a good... <laughs> yeah, Mad Cat's. God. Yeah, oh, that's always the saddest when you go to like uh, a meetup with a bunch of friends and people bring controllers. And oh, yeah, like, right. The one, <laughs> yeah, guy the one guy's like, I got you. my Mad Cat's controller. Like, Mad Cat's? <laughs> that's always the bitch controller. It's like the guy <laughs> like, uh, who like I remember that loses from, from the, uh, the N64 days with Goldeneye. For, for right, me, it was always that. The weird, like, it was sort of always geometric the, silver controller. Right, with the like, turbo switch. Like, oh, <laughs> or the, see, the see-through what? one, the transparent right. one. Yeah, always or, yeah or, it's garbage. Like, or it's like made yeah. up of the Power Rangers, like silver plastic uh, or something. Yeah. It's like, what is, you got a slow mo switch on your N64 yeah. controller? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. I can use turbo. Oh, it doesn't do anything. Oh, it just uh, presses A over and over yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sweet. So that's PC gaming. <laughs> PC gaming also had a turbo switch at one point in its life. It did, yeah. Actual that would PCs. make your 486 go from 33 to 66 megahertz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never knew what that did. The entire time I had a computer that really? had that button. I remember noticing that my frame rate in Doom would change, and oh, I thought really? that was awesome. For whatever it's like, reason, I've got a shitty computer. Oh, now it's a good one. <laughs> good thing they invented this technology to make my computer <laughs> you good. PCs don't have that anymore, where it's like, and now it's one gigahertz. Right. <laughs> yeah. Turn off a core. Turn off, yeah, shut down yeah. half the cores, and... Yeah. Peg the clock speed down. Be awesome. That would sell a lot of PCs. Just like a gear shift. <laughs> Someone's crazy case Check mod. It off like, to 10, yeah. like a five speed <laughs> seven, turbo yeah, control. Seven yeah. You've, got, you've got your little like uh, frame rate oh, counter man. in the top of the. Yeah, top I can right see the Best Buy guy selling that to just, some old yeah. woman, just like, yeah. oh wow, I didn't know that's like how an, they it's work. It's like an internet speed booster. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Complete smoke and mirror. Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. you didn't know that you could just. You got all four cores going now. <laughs> what? The, they've all got that. They've all just got a little uh, 
paddle shifter. Yeah. Cranks the gears faster. So Peter T. writes, Hey, Thumbs, I recently made a discovery in my vinyl record collection of one of the only video game-themed songs I've seen in a commercial record, and I thought you guys would be interesting what I, interested in what I found. I was rummaging through my records, and I found one called Looking at Girls by a local Bay Area band called The Tunes, which came out in 1982. And after looking at the track list on the back, I discovered one of the songs is titled simply Video Games. Needless <laughs> to say, I was compelled to put the record on my turntable and listen to it. I don't believe this band got any national airplay, but they seem to be somewhat competent musicians. Their music is influenced by the Beach Boys and has a barbershop quartet feel to it as well, but with guitar solos and synths. Upon listening to the song, I'm sure it'll become clear that it was recorded during a different era in video game history as the focus is on arcade games. Uh, so he's attached the song, and uh, let's hear this. Let's, video uh, let's hear it. This is gonna be weird. Nice, sweet. Yeah, I can grieve to this. <laughs> Sounds like video games. Yeah. Gotta get out of this classroom. Can't solve this equation. Our galaxy is Yeah, breaking it down <laughs> with video games. The song's all about you, Jake. He just wants to play video games, right? Yeah. No man, it's got a hyperspace distorter. <laughs> Please. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Fuck yeah. Wait, this in a rock band. Oh, that would be man. amazing. Rock band network. Amping it up. Is that you playing microphone yeah, tambourine? Yeah, microphone tambourine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is like Ungo Boingo if they were even less disconnected or more disconnected right. from yeah. uh, things that they made fun of. Thank you, Jake. Video games. 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 They knew. They, <laughs> they knew what it was all about. Yeah. yeah. It was about borrowing one more quarter. I guess this guy, yeah. uh, sort of segging off of that, Peter here has a, a follow-up. Does he think that 
what role, if any, will traditional arcade gaming play in the 21st century? Is it obsolete as HDTVs and quad-core BCs are becoming the norm? Do you guys have any fond or awful memories when the of the arcades when you were young? Also, the, the, the turn of phrase HDTVs and quad-core PCs is going to be <laughs> yeah, in the sequel to the song video <laughs> games. <Yeah. clears throat> uh, I don't... I've got so little to do or arcades? think or say about arcades I think that we I talked. Really we tried know. to talk about arcades before. Yeah, arcades, I, retro gaming. I don't know what is. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had I had minimal exposure to arcades as a kid, honestly. Uh, yeah, I believe we talked about this before, but I yeah, for me it was uh, I mean, it, Pizza Hut and uh, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese occasionally. Um, yeah, yeah, for me it was like the movie theater and like my yes, doctor's yeah, office. It, yeah, right. It, the, it seems uh, like. At this point, arcades have sort of found their niche, and I imagine they'll probably hold on to it for a little while longer, which is just sort of crazy social embarrassment and or show off uh, <laughs> like peri- peripheral stuff, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah just right. uh, and the extreme like hardcore fighter guys who still go to arcades yeah. just to right. play that. But I mean, yep, it's not going to be uh, as the tunes describe it in their right. hit song video games. Yeah. No hyperspace distorters. That's no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that it? That's. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Bye. Those Star Wars robots that look like a trash can with two legs are called donks. Are they really? Yeah, because they say donk. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you look at the Star Wars characters Wikipedia page? No, I learned that when they were That's making actually that. regular Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I think it was Merrick. No, yeah, I learned that from American Bronze Ring. No, I learned that from uh, Jedi Knight 2. Mm. I remember someone from Raven made a forum avatar for some guy on a forum of someone slicing a donk in half, and then they weren't allowed to say that they made it because Lucas Lee will be mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's retarded. Donk TM. It was an, it was a moderator on that forum whose name was Donk Hater. Oh man, man. And Raven made him a custom avatar of a donk being eviscerated. <laughs> Sweet. And that's how I learned what a donk was. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I thought you said, and that's who the Lord of the Donk was. And that, also, that guy is the Lord of the Donk. Uh, episode uh, title. Yeah, yeah. Already. <laughs> the Lord of the Lord. Donk. <laughs> That may have to be it. That's pretty good. <laughs> the Lord of the Donks. <laughs> and that's who the Lord of the Donk was. <laughs> uh, and this is Idle Thumbs, episode 47. And that's who the Lord of the Donk was. <laughs> and that's... What, that whole thing is the title? <laughs> yes. It's not just the Lord of I the will, Donk. I won't do that, really. But, and that's who the Lord of the Donk was. It's just a lame, <laughs> lame <laughs> grammatical <laughs> catastrophe. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> okay, uh, on that note, video games. Yeah. Alright. And that's who the Lord of the Donk was. It's actually a song about wormholes. We call them space assholes. <laughs>